The New Factory Thinker, 2023 Introduction A River Runs Through It Think of the marketplace as a river. The flow of the current never ceases. Sometimes it moves slowly and sometimes it races quickly, but it never stays the same. As the Greek philosopher Heraclitus said, no man, person, ever steps into the same river twice. The notion that the marketplace keeps changing like a river is common sense. We've all been affected by the profound changes that have taken place over the past few decades as technology such as the internet, smartphones, e-commerce, and social media have affected or outright disrupted virtually every business and industry. We've also seen the dramatic impact sudden events like the COVID-19 epidemic can have on the economy. But what's interesting is that when we think about the future, we tend to believe that it will be more or less the same as the present. Due to our penchant for safety and security and our desire to hang on to what we have, we don't want to entertain that the future might be radically different or that we might have to give up things we hold dear. But the river doesn't care about you or your business. It will keep flowing into the future. Things will change. But my key point is, to not contemplate where the river is headed is to invite disaster and to miss opportunities. It also keeps us fixated on both the present and the past. As F. Scott Fitzgerald writes at the end of The Great Gatsby, Gatsby believed in the green light, the orgiastic future that year by year recedes before us. It eluded us then, but that's no matter. Tomorrow we will run faster, stretch out our arms farther. So we beat on, boats against the current, borne back ceaselessly into the past. Fitzgerald is pointing to our tendency to project the past into the future, and thereby not see what the future really portends. You might survive that kind of delusional thinking in your personal life. But in business, it's deadly. To prosper in a time of disruption and unpredictable change, you must think about where the river is headed. Otherwise, you could be swept away. So where is the river of the marketplace headed? In this book, we examine three powerful trends. Dematerialization, network orientation, and transcendent value creation. Understanding these three trends will empower you to make better decisions about your business or your career. Let me give you a brief description of each. Dematerialization. We're witnessing an unprecedented shift in how economic growth is achieved. Up until about 1990, economic growth was tied to resource extraction. For 1,000 years, the economy grew as we got better at extracting things from the earth. But now that trend is reversed. We now get more economic growth by extracting less from the earth. For example, cars today are much lighter than they used to be because we use less materials to construct them and therefore use less energy to run them. Our smartphones have replaced dozens of gadgets, and video streaming has done away with VHS and DVD cartridges, as well as video stores. We also use less land to grow food and cut down fewer trees because use less paper. As we head into the future, more and more things will disappear, dematerialize, and yet we will still get the same benefits or more. That's because companies and consumers both have the same incentive to get better results using less resources. Dematerialization is happening because computers and robots are getting faster and smarter. Their job, actually their only job, is to figure out how to get better results using less resources. Think about the navigator on your phone. What's its job? To help you get to your destination as quickly and efficiently as possible, and thereby use less time and energy. 
As AI and machine learning become more powerful exponentially over the coming decades, they will conjure up new ways to dematerialize things. The result will be less stuff, less energy, less people, less money, less anything tangible. The implications of dematerialization are far-reaching and profound. If you're in a business that relies on the extraction, handling, or processing of tangible things, you will face diminishing prospects. The expanding new factory infrastructure will be working against you. Of course, this news is not welcomed by old factory thinkers or resource-based economies that have a vested interest in not accepting dematerialization. They will beat on their boats against the current. To succeed in the new factory marketplace and economy, you need to focus on intangibles. To not only provide more intangibles, but to assist in the dematerialization of tangibles. In the last section of this book, we provide a wealth of ideas on the kinds of intangible value you can provide. Network orientation. Everyday people go off to work in places like an office, a factory, a warehouse, a hospital, a school, or a farm. If someone asks them where they work, they naturally say something like, I work in an office building downtown, or I work at a school in the suburbs, but that's not where they really work. Today, we all go to work somewhere else, and we all go to the same place. We go to work in the network, otherwise known as the Internet. That's where we all work now. We spend most of our time exchanging data and communications with our customers, suppliers, and team members over the network. We also increasingly create and sell more of our products and services over the network. And yet we don't think that's where we go to work. Moreover, we still think we work on a linear assembly line while we actually operate within a spatially designed network. This is like bringing hockey equipment to a yoga class because the skills and sensibilities that spelled success on an assembly line are not the same ones needed to thrive in a network. For example, in an assembly line, you're given one task. Your goal is to master that task. Your taskmaster does not want you to become interested in what other people are doing on the assembly line. They don't want you to look left or right or up or down. They don't want you to get chummy with the other people on the assembly line. Just stay focused on the task. The taskmasters also don't care if you actually know the purpose of the assembly line, and they don't want you to consider the overall ethical or spiritual implications of what you're doing. Just keep working. But in a networked economy, you need to look left and right, up and down. Your job is to scan the environment for patterns, looking for previously unseen problems, and then to creatively brainstorm and develop novel solutions in conjunction with other people. You also need to keep innovating by always looking for new ways to create value. Value creation is continuous. You also need to have a strong sense of purpose and ethics in order to attract more ideal customers, subscribers and members, into your network and value hub. Being well-rounded and versed in a manifold suite of skills, interests, and intellectual pursuits gives you greater influence and potential in the network. Most of us were educated and trained to work in some kind of assembly line, so we didn't develop the neural pathways and creativity skills to function proficiently in a network. That's why learning new factory thinking in this book will get you started on this path. It will help you rewire your mind for the new economy. Transcendent Value Creation Old factory thinkers are competitive people. They want to become the best by beating their competitors. They're focused on winning. But new factory thinkers take a different approach. They create transcendent value. When we compete, we focus on what our competitors are doing. We want to be the best law firm or the number one taxi company. We constantly check out what our rivals are doing, looking for a way to stay ahead of them. 
That kind of competition might have worked in the old factory economy, but it's folly in the new factory economy. It's folly for two reasons. One, in most industries, there are thousands, if not millions, of competing companies. It's like a marathon with 40,000 runners. Chances are you're not going to win the race. Second, by constantly thinking about your competitors, you get ensnared in a bubble and can't see beyond it. You end up like the taxi companies snookered by ride-sharing apps or the hotel companies waylaid by Airbnb. You miss opportunity. Fortunately, you're going to learn how to transcend your competition by creating value at a much higher level. If everyone in your industry is selling hot dogs, you add a gourmet meal. If your competitors offer basic products and services, you offer your customers an advanced membership program. New factory thinkers always think about how to take everything to a much higher level. They realize that 99% of all the value that could be created hasn't been created yet. They see opportunity everywhere to create something better. They also know that staying in the same place, doing the same thing year over year, spells doom in the new factory economy. These three trends, dematerialization, network orientation, and transcendent value creation, are the three tributaries flowing into the new factory river. They are combining and speeding up to radically disrupt and change the marketplace and the economy. Your choice is clear. Keep paddling your riverboat against the current, or you let go of the struggle and go with the flow. I suggest the latter because it will be more fun and more lucrative. It will also help you achieve your full potential. In this updated edition of The New Factory Thinker, we will explore the big opportunities available to you. We lay out the five-step New Factory Blueprint and give you hundreds of ideas about how you can create and package new kinds of value. This edition also contains graphics and illustrations that were missing from the original edition. These graphics help you get your mind around the often counterintuitive principles of new factory thinking. We've also updated some of the terminology based on my experience teaching new factory thinking in speeches and workshops and in sessions with members of our Big Idea Adventure Coaching Program. We've refined certain words and turns of phrase to make the concepts easier to understand and apply. As you head down the river into this new decade, I hope this book will give you inspiration and empower you to take the steps necessary to succeed in the new factory future.